0: Hi, this is part three to our series with Malik and Adna. Malik is a teaching pro at the Raleigh Racquet Club, and Adna is a true beginner. Malik had to leave for a tennis clinic, so if you want to hear directly from him, please check out parts one and part two. But we wanted to know from Adna what advice he was giving to her as a beginner and also her experience playing as a 2-5. So Adna, can you tell us what Malik is telling you to do to get better? So he's really big on
1: educating yourself. So he's always like, take the tennis magazine. If you can't read the whole thing, go you know, read the Q and a, which I think is written by rebel wood, isn't it? You had him on your podcast too. Rebel, rebel good. Yeah. Rebel, mm-hmm. good, rebel, rebel good. good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so he tells me if you only have a few minutes, go ahead and read that because it'll give you real life experience with bad line calls, tricky shots. Um, so he's really big on that. Um, he's really big on reading tennis rules, friends of the court, you know, his biggest, biggest um, piece of advice to everybody is just get out there and play. Get out there and play. You won't get as good unless you get out there and play, whether you're hitting, um, whether you're taking a clinic, whether you're taking a lesson with the pro or doing the ball machine, just get out there. You know, he said it early on, repetition. So You know, when I'm having my bad days and I just storm in and I'm like, I want to quit, you know, he was like, Take a breath, you know, and then it's funny because he was like, Oh, I'll give recommendations to take a lesson with a pro. And I said, You tell me to just get back out there. (laughs) I'm like, You didn't give me all that advice. (laughs) You just say, he was like, well, yeah, yeah, you know, I expect you to. And I'm like, okay. Cause I, you know, he knows. Right. Um, and that's the great yeah. thing about some of those pros, you know, they're so used to like an array of people because I've heard advice he's told mm-hmm. other players, you know, and, 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 they adjust to the different levels. What other pieces of advice? Yeah. um, He's really big about joining a league. You know, there's a lot of people out there that will practice and practice and take clinics mm-hmm. before they feel ready to join a league. And he's a big advocate of yeah, Yes, you can do that as a combination, but you're only going to get as good as you play. Even, even when we're just hitting, Mm -hmm. he always tells me and uh, the girls I play with, he always says, I know you guys are just hitting on a Wednesday night, but why don't you guys make it a little competition? Why don't you, whoever loses the match buy strings or whatnot, just so you get that competitive feel, you get that different ball. It just changes uh, completely when it's a competitive ball that's a big tip is just get out there and hit the ball as much as you can.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I think there are a lot of adult, I'll speak for women, obviously, um, who are afraid to join a league, right? Like they will Mm -hmm. do what you said. They go out and practice all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, but, and, you know, maybe truly some don't like the competition, but um, I remember I kind of did the same thing you did. I took like a, It wasn't a a tri-tennis program, but it was just like five lessons that my husband bought me for a Christmas present. And then Mm -hmm. I took five more and five more. And then after that, I thought, I'm going to join in the summertime when I think it's a little bit more chill. It's summertime. So, and um, I lost my first match 6-0, 6-0. And I went and celebrated with like, It was just an iced coffee because it was in the middle of a day. (laughs) You know, I couldn't like celebrate with a drink. Yeah. But it was like, I threw, you know, you throw yourself in the deep end and you don't know what you're going to get. And especially Mm -hmm. as an adult, Carolyn, I've talked a lot about like, this is a way that we make friends by playing, you know, by Mm
1: -hmm. playing
2: the sport and making friends. But I didn't know that at the time that people that I met playing tennis were going to be some of my closest friends, Mm -hmm. you know? I think that's what's so great about it. And I know men, men have that same experience because we've interviewed enough men where they're like, I just threw myself in a league. And now, like, we talked to this guy, Austin, you know, a couple weeks ago, and he was like, he just moved to Raleigh, joined a league, and now they're like his best friends for life, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I guess it was life changing for you.
1: Yes. uh, No, it was a life-changing event. It's just like you said, Aaron. I met, I've been with some of these girls since day one. We call each other day ones because we were all tri-tennis graduates and we just, you know, most of us decided to just jump from the ledge and join leagues. And now, I mean, we play leagues all over the city of Raleigh, Durham, and Cary. And best part is, yes, I did meet, (laughs) I always say I caught the big fish, Malik Daniel. Right. Um, (laughs) It was it's tennis has been a blessing really and truly because, again, it's a social sport and, you know, whoever's on that tennis court is probably your peer, meaning they're both, you know, want to exercise. They both want to compete and they both want to have a good time. Right. So we're all we're all starting at that level. And, you know, with all of those things in common, it's just It just makes it so much more fun and competitive. And then you meet so many great people along the way. Again, I'll go back to Malik. I met him. He was my tri-tennis coach. (laughs) And from day one, he was just like, he makes it fun. It was Malik Daniel and Brent. It was uh, Brent Bennett over at Rolling Racquet Club. They just made it so fun, so accessible, you know, I know a lot of people out there think tennis is supposed to be for the greats, and it really isn't. It, you know, anyone can pick up the racket and hit a ball, and you know, you take it wherever you want to take it. But the best part is the best part of tennis—it's just the people, the many people you meet. You know, I have a lot of young girls that I play with, and I always say, you know, you never know—you you might play a game against someone that might be, you know, uh, someone you'd like to date, and you have this in common, right? And you know, it's a stress reliever, so you won't be nervous, like going out on a first date or anything. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I always tell the girls, I know I'm a little biased or I have the advantage where I go home and every, you know, line call or every rule or every stroke, I can say, Malik, you know, I, A, B, and C and yeah, do this, do that, do this, do that. True. But, you know, I try and then take that out to the rest of the girls or people I play with, you know, um, just as a as an example, about two or three weeks ago, I played a match in Durham and I'm still learning. I mean, I'm a beginner, beginner. I'm still learning. I still don't know all the rules. So I got to go home and, you know, and fact check because I don't, I don't know. And my racket, it was so hot and sweaty. And I guess I needed new grip on my racket during a point. I returned it and my racket flew out of my hand almost into the next court. And the opponent kept playing the point. And I'm thinking the whole time, I'm like, oh, if I go get my racket, I'm going to disturb that game. But they're playing. the. It was like split second. And I'm like, well, should I call a let? Right. <laughs> I thought, can I call right. a let on that? Because I don't have all the tools I need to to play. Well, in the end, the opponent <laughs> got the point and I just rolled with it, you know, because, you know, Malik is really big about don't take it personal. You know, it's just a game where you're going to right. have fun and win. Um, but at the end of it, I went home and I'm like, look what happened to me. I'm like, should I have called a lot? And he was like, no, nope. <laughs> he was like, that's on you. Go pick up your racket. And, yeah. and so then I, you know, the next few days I went to all my friends and I'm like, by the way, if you lose your racket, go grab it quickly. Cause you're going to lose the point. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of them were like, Oh, really? Yeah, that's right." right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's the advantage Sorry. of being married to a pro. <laughs> Do
2: you guys play mixed at all together?
1: No, no, Malika. Malika's a home five zero. I, <laughs> I wish my end goal in life is to at least make it to like three five four zero, just like you girls.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so you I can will. You,
1: will. Yeah. you will. Thank you. So one day I can play with Malik Daniel. But now he's a five zero. I don't know how far we can stretch that yeah. USPA rating, but. <laughs>
2: The difference in rankings is significant, I feel like. The jumps, the jumps between two five to three oh to three five aren't significant. Mm-hmm. The jumps between four oh and five oh are like you might mu- you it's like a lifetime. Yeah.
0: Right, Carolyn? Yeah. Like, like you no have matter to how be be much we practice from now on will never be a five-o. We just won't, you know. Right. That's yeah. We might
2: possibly get to four or five, but I probably won't. You have more time because you're ten years behind me. No, I will probably never get to a four or five. But I could say Carolyn's not even going to get to a five zero, and she's a really (laughs) good player. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I'll tell you, I had um, one of Malik's good friends who teaches tennis in Durham at a high school. I asked him one day. um, That's the other great benefit is I have all the resources of having all these like. 5-0 5-0 players. Um, yeah. that I can always ask questions too, but I asked him one day, I said, you know, what does it take to get to be like a more than a four O or, you know, four O plus. And he was like, well, he goes, you know, it'll take a lot of time and effort. He told me most like 4-5 and 5-0s are typically college players um, that have either come back or teaching pros yeah. You know, and not that that is a disadvantage. Anybody can be. You know, if you really want it, you know, I say strive for it. But you know, what he was basically telling me is, after four zero, it'll be tough because you're, you know, you're either playing against someone who played high school, college, competitively, you know, a, a, some kind of division school, yeah. and that's exactly. all. That's really tough. So, not to discourage anybody, mm-hmm. but you know, that's a good fun I practice. Know. It's have. realistic. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know who your opponent is. Chances are they did play competitive tennis in college. So,
0: does Malik ever get tired of dealing with us crazy adult (laughs) recreational players? I know my pro has told me to do something like a hundred times, and I still (laughs) don't do it.
1: He loves what he does. He does not get frustrated. He doesn't get bored. He does not get overwhelmed. I mean my friends, other people always say, Look, he's right there, go ask him. You know, I had a match yeah. way in the beginning that we were playing and there was one lady, I can't even remember the rule, and she was like, I wish I could ask somebody. And and Malik had been teaching just like a few courts down that night. And I'm like, there's a pro right there. We can go and ask him if you're confused about the rule. Right. So um Yeah. You know, I think if you guys decide to do more, he's got a lot to offer. I mean, this he just yeah, when yeah. you love something you enjoy it and you just want to share it, right? And he's 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 been yeah. For me and my for me, my friends and so many other people, I can I can't even count how many people today with the last Tri Tennis program that he'll say, Hey, I know look, they just finished Tri tennis, you know, meet so and so and so and so and he just kind of connects you with everybody. He makes it um yeah makes tennis accessible, you know? Yeah. Doesn't
0: feel so uh, big and intimidating. Intimidating, so, mm hmm. Mm-hmm, it can be. So, Adna, what would you say to someone who is afraid to start playing adult tennis?
1: You know, like you said, it was a life changing event for me. I've met some of my best friends. I'm getting all the exercise in the world because I'm playing so much. Just getting out in the sun, and mm-hmm. I'm meeting so many great people. I mean, I can't. I can't even really explain. Um, It's just so many great people out there that I'm meeting through the sport of tennis, different walks of life, different careers, different, you know, um, family lives. And it's great to meet that. And then, you know, and I met Malik Daniel. So (laughs) I say, get out there and try it. Try tennis is a great program. I'm a huge, you know, if you go to my office now, they'll tell you I drive everybody crazy because I'm like, look, you've
0: got nothing to lose. Try it. Thanks so much to Malik and Adna for being on the podcast. I thought they both gave a ton of great advice. I really liked Malik's advice that you should check out the Court of Appeals column in Tennis Magazine written by Rebel Good. We've had Rebel Good on the podcast previously to answer some of our weird situations that happen on the tennis court. If you'd like to listen to it, please check out episodes 68 through 70, or you can go to secondservepodcast.com and search for Rebel Good. Also, we included Malik's contact information in our show notes. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the court soon.